Welcome to The Daily Bite. I'm your host, Pastor Steve Andrews. Today we study Job chapter 39. Really, it's God continuing the same speech from yesterday, but let's read the text. Do you know when the mountain goats give birth? Do you observe the calving of the does? Can you number the months that they fulfill, and do you know the time when they give birth? When they crouch, bring forth their offspring, and are delivered of their young. Their young ones become strong. They grow up in the open. They go out and do not return to them. Who has let the wild donkey go free? Who has loosed the bonds of the swift donkey to whom I have given the arid plain for his home and the salt land for his dwelling place? He scorns the tumult of the city. He hears not the shouts of the driver. He ranges the mountains as his pasture, and he searches after every green thing. Is the wild ox willing to serve you? Will he spend the night at your manger? Can you bind him in the furrow with ropes, or will he harrow the valleys for you? Will you depend on him because his strength is great, and will you leave to him your labor? Do you have faith in him that he will return your grain and gather it to your threshing floor? The wings of the ostrich wave proudly, but are they the pinions and plumage of love? For she leaves her eggs to the earth and lets them be warmed on the ground, forgetting that a foot may crush them and that the wild beast may trample them. She deals cruelly with her young as if they were not hers, though her labor be in vain. Yet she has no fear, because God has made her forget wisdom and given her no share in understanding. When she rouses herself to flee, she laughs at the horse and his rider. Do you give the horse his might? Do you clothe his neck with a mane? Do you make him leap like the locust? His majestic snorting is terrifying. He paws in the valley and exults in his strength. He goes out to meet the weapons. He laughs at fear and is not dismayed. He does not turn back from the sword. Upon him rattle the quiver, the flashing spear, and the javelin. With fierceness and rage he swallows the ground. He cannot stand still at the sound of the trumpet. When the trumpet sounds, he says, Aha! He smells the battle from afar, the thunder, the captains, and the shouting. Is it by your understanding that the hawk soars and spreads his wings toward the south? Is it at your command that the eagle mounts up and makes his nest on high? On the rock he dwells and makes his home, on the rocky crag the stronghold. From there he spies out the prey, his eyes behold it from far away. His young ones suck up blood, and where the slain are, there he is. This is the word of the Lord. So yesterday, God challenged Job. He finally answered all of Job's conversations uh, up until that point, his accusations even against God as Job sought to argue in God's courtroom. So God's speech in chapter 38 is essentially, Are you God? Do you know what I know? Do you do the things that I do? And the answer to most of it all was no. We don't know. No, we can't do that. It's a humbling thing, putting Job in his proper place. And that just simply continues today. Um, there's more of it as God continues to talk about the various parts of creation that he has control over. Um, very specifically today, we're looking at animals. And so you can talk, if you didn't have a chance to do so yesterday, you can have a conversation about how God cares for the animals of the earth. And from that, you can have a conversation around how God even works through us to care for these creatures. Although most of today's creatures are are wild animals that we really don't care for, 
but the Lord continues to care for them really in spite of us, right? We, we harm them. We try to capture them or cage them or we tear down their homes or we, we take away their food supply. And yet the Lord figures out how to feed them still. So verse 39, uh, sorry, verse 1 of chapter 39. Do you know when the mountain goats give birth? Again, thinking of the wild animals, just like we have does mentioned in the next line. For the most part, no, not all of them. Although sometimes we do. There are people that care for animals. There are people that help raise animals, even getting to interact with some of the wild ones. And so that points to our role as caretakers, but for the most part, our answer to this question would be no. No, we don't know these things. We don't see them when they crouch to give birth. And yet their young ones grow. They become strong. God cares for them. He gives them growth. Paragraph starting at verse 5 is about the wild donkey that God has freed from the domain of men. So the donkey scorns the city, the busyness and the, the stress of the city. He doesn't hear the shout of the driver. So he's away from people. He's away from us cruel taskmasters that would possibly even whip him and drive him to, to service. God has freed him from such things. Verse 9 and following starts about the wild ox. Will the ox serve you, the wild one? No. Will he spend the night at your manger? No, he'd run away. Would you depend on him because of his great strength? You would only depend on a wild ox if you wanted to starve. I mean, it's not going to do what you want it to do. Then verse 13 starts a section on the ostrich. So you can have a conversation around ostriches. Why not? The ostrich is a, a large and mighty bird. God cares for her as well. And has to because, well, the ostrich doesn't do so good at caring for its own. We have a description of how the ostrich abandons her eggs and just kind of leaves them be. And yet God cares for those babies, those little ostriches. He brings them forth. He gives them life, and just like he gave strength to the, the baby calves, he gives strength to these too. Verse 18, she rouses herself to flee. She laughs at the horse and his rider. This is talking about the hunt. If for some reason somebody's chasing after an ostrich or trying to attack it, which is faster? See if your children know. A horse or an ostrich, which one runs faster? Top speed for a horse is around 30 miles an hour. Top speed for an ostrich is a little over 40, maybe 43, something like that. So if a horse were to give chase, if a man on a horse were to give chase, the ostrich would have no trouble outrunning, getting away. In verse 19, do you give the horse his might? Clothe him with a mane? The answers, again, rhetorical questions. The answers are no. We don't give horses their strength. God does. God clothes them. He puts the fur and the hair and the all the other coats on all of the animals. 
horses specifically, he even gives courage as they go out to battle. They smell the battle from afar, but they don't turn back. That is, again, something we have done. We are the ones who have been cruel masters that force horses to go into war and do our bidding. Verse 26 and 27, God talks about some of the more large birds, the majestic birds of the heavens. Verse 26 is he talks about the hawk soaring towards the south. I mean, think of migration, right? Could have been a question here. Are you the one who tells the birds when to travel for winter? It's another question God could have stumped Job with. Or is it by our command that the eagle makes a nest? So again, repetition here in today's chapter. God is humbling Job. He's putting him in his place. He's reminding him of who who Job is as a man, as the created, as the creature, as the servant, but also who God is as the one who is over all things, as the one who cares for all things.